Are you a beautypreneur seeking for your next breakthrough? Then this podcast is made just for you. The Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast will help you navigate through life, family, and the world of entrepreneurship. Listen to each episode and unravel your inner strength, your brilliant mind, and your complete sense of beauty. And now, here's your host, the ultimate beautypreneur, Nikki Tang. Hello, hello, beautiful people. This is the last episode for the month of November and a few more days left and we are heading to a very festive month. To usher in the month of December, I thought of sharing a very uplifting topic that will stir you to self-love and self-care. How many of you are still finding it hard to say no because you just want peace or you're afraid of confrontations and conflicts? Do you have a pattern of saying yes to others but then feeling resentful later on? When you say yes to just about anything to have peace with the other person, you are the one who ultimately suffers. By setting boundaries, we give ourselves permission to say no to things, to not take on everything. So for Season 2, Episode 14, I will help you position the tone for setting boundaries with confidence and ease. The boundaries that I will discuss here are personal boundaries. These are our guidelines, rules, or limitations that we can create to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave towards us. This will also be the basis of how we react and respond when someone passes some boundaries to us. When people set boundaries, that could be because of past experiences and social learning. We have to admit that there are people who invade our personal territories our safe spaces because they're either bullies, arrogant, or narcissists. But the ultimate reason why they're able to do that is because we allow them. With personal boundaries, we're able to outline likes, dislikes, up to what is our limit, and setting the distances within which we allow others to approach. It is essential to healthy relationships and really a healthy life. Setting and sustaining boundaries is a skill. It is important to us because if we don't, we are giving others autonomy over our decisions, our actions, over our existence. It is therefore important to know why setting boundaries is important to our mental health. As I said earlier, having boundaries are necessary components for self Without boundaries, we feel intruded upon, always being taken advantage of, taken for granted, and most of all, depletes our energy. Whether it's at work or in our personal relationships, poor boundaries may lead to resentment, hurt, anger, and burnout. Boundaries draw a clear line around what is okay for us and what is not. We all have different comfort levels when it comes to everything from intimacy, privacy, to giving service, for simply being late, etc. There are some behaviors that are very clear, have crossed the line. When someone behaves in a way that doesn't feel okay to us, that is a clear indication that they have crossed our line. 
and we need to do something. We need to take care of ourselves by letting them know and make sure that our line is clear and defined. Boundaries are important for both individuals in a relationship and for the health of the relationship itself. In the absence of clear boundaries, we may feel resentful, taken advantage of, and eventually shut down and withdraw. It can affect our sense of self-esteem, self-worth, and overall personal and interpersonal comfort level. Clear boundaries allow us to remain connected and communicating these boundaries shows our respect for the relationship. Because we are willing to put in the work to ensure that the relationship stays strong and safe. Relationships work best when we're clear about our expectations and needs. We can show ourselves and others respect by setting clear, consistent boundaries. Now that we know why setting boundaries are important, let's go deeper and check the benefits that we can get when we set boundaries. What are the consequences when we don't? Setting boundaries isn't being mean, it's actually being kind and respectful, and this sets clear expectations. First, setting boundaries shows more compassion rather than being restrictive. We have more respect and understanding about ourselves to not become somebody's trampling map. On the other hand, we act with compassion to others instead of being consumed by anger and resentment, and we try to understand more about what they might be going through or feeling. We are saying no with a heart. Second, we act with greater assertiveness. Boundaries are a way of asserting your needs. In order to set boundaries, you need to pay attention to how you're feeling and what you need. You can then assertively ask others to treat you in ways that meet your needs. Setting boundaries will help you develop assertiveness skills that will help you in all aspects of your life. Do you know women are the ones who mostly struggle with assertiveness? This is a case where there is a lack of self-worth. Being assertive means communicating your needs and wishes clearly and respecting yourself more. Often, women who lack assertiveness skills don't want to be mean, and they're the ones at risk for boundary violations. They don't want to hurt someone's feelings, and so they put their needs on the back burner. Another benefit of setting boundaries is your needs are met. We all have emotional and physical needs, and we all deserve to have our needs met. Some we meet by ourselves, and some are met through relationships. When you speak up and ask for what you need, you're much more likely to get it, right? Setting boundaries spares us of anger or resentment. Think about what happens without boundaries. We overcommit, and we do things that conflict with our values. We say yes, even though we really mean no. We spend precious time on things that aren't important to us. We're mistreated. And as a result, we end up angry and resentful. Boundaries protect us and allow us peace. 
It protects us from physical and emotional harm. This includes physical violence, unwanted touch, verbal abuse, and manipulation. It also provides emotional freedom from self-criticism and second-guessing yourself. When you don't set boundaries, you allow others to disrespect and mistreat you. But when you do, you feel empowered and safe. And finally, you will find time and energy to do things that nourish and bring joy to your body, mind, and spirit. You say yes to spending time with people who fill you up emotionally, do activities that you're interested in and enjoy doing, and to a happier, healthier self. These are the six benefits of setting boundaries, but not limited to I believe, because setting boundaries is just the beginning. It can improve your life in further heights and many other ways. We reap more when you set boundaries, but I think it is also relevant if I touch slightly on the consequences of not having boundaries. When you don't set boundaries, you tend to feel responsible of others' happiness and therefore give too much even denying yourself. You start to have a weak sense of self-identity because you allow others to make decisions for you. You base how you feel about yourself on how others treat you. You feel powerless and do not take responsibility for your own life. You become recluse and withdraw from mostly everyone. Setting boundaries isn't always comfortable and people may push you back. People may try to test your limits to see how serious you are about drawing the line. Setting boundaries takes practice. So, how do we set boundaries with confidence and ease? In those moments of doubt, we could all use a little reassurance that we're making the right call when we choose to set up boundaries. In episode 18 of season 1 of this podcast, I have discussed self-appreciation. Looking after yourself and exercising self-love and self-care is not being selfish. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you listen to it. It's titled, Self-Appreciation Equals Me, Myself, and I. It's only about 16 minutes, but it will do good for you to be empowered. Part of my advocacy is really for the empowerment of women, and I really choose the topics I discuss with you in the podcast so that I'm able to pay forward and share the learnings I got from life experiences from mentors. All episodes can be listened to from the popular podcast platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. The links are provided below for your easy access. Setting up boundaries can bring up guilt and make you second-guess whether you're doing the right thing. Questions pop up in your mind such as, Am I being difficult? Am I just being selfish? Or, Am I making a great big deal on this than I should be? Why not do some mini pep talks yourself to remind you that yourself matters first? Here are 5 mini pep talks that I recommend that you say to yourself. Mini pep talk number 1. Anytime I set a boundary, I deepen my self-trust. 
is a reminder that you have your own back and proof that you're building an intentional fence around the paradise that is your life. In the book, The Paris Wife by Paula MacLean, it tells the story of Hadley Richardson, the love of Ernest Hemingway, and she had said that Ernest told her that paradise is a Persian word for walled garden. She said that, you couldn't have real freedom unless you knew where the walls were and tended to them. We could lean on the walls because they existed. They existed because we lean on them. Within the safety of those walls, it is easier to be brave when we are aware of our boundaries in our relationships. Now, mini pep talk number two. My choices aren't supposed to match up with everyone else's. As long as you follow your own compass, your inner voices, the spiritual nudging, your decisions will look different than others. That's a cue that you're doing it right. Being willing to let people down in support of yourself is definitely the right thing to do. It's how you forge a path and build a life that's truly your own. On to mini pep talk number three. If guilt is my only hesitation, then I am on the right track. There have been times when you have felt awful for letting someone down, but guilt alone isn't a great reason to agree to something. A reluctance to say yes or guilt to agree is a cue to take a step back and reevaluate the situation. Mini pep talk number four. I have the resilience to do the hard things. When you make an effort to find alignment and create harmony in your world, it only means that you have that resilience to make this happen. By the way, I have another episode that discusses resilience, one of the very first episodes that I released in Season 1. It's titled, Flourish Through Resilience. And it really resonates with the topic today. Being resilient, People still maintain to be empathetic and compassionate. However, they don't waste time worrying what others think of them. They maintain healthy relationships, but don't bow to peer pressure. Mini pet talk number five. I am so proud of you. For fighting through the pain, for continuing to move forward despite all of the days you wanted to give up for choosing the light within the darkness, for choosing to not settle. You don't need to earn your value, your lovability, or your worthiness through acts of shrinking or betraying yourself. For those who really know me well, they know that my language of love is in giving. I am very passionate about giving back, and I'm more than willing to say yes when giving because it aligns with my values. They bring me joy, and they come fairly easily to me. But there are things to keep in mind when it comes to deciding when to say yes. There's also a sort of trust the universe component that I'd like to invite you to consider when you're about to say yes. Not all yes are created equal. This is why it's incredibly valuable to know your strengths and what you really enjoy. 
This is how you give yourself the chance to say yes to more of the right things and take the time to be intentional about whether something is really a yes for you. Next, when you say yes to the right things, it feels easy, it feels light, it is joyful. It gives us energy instead of draining it or creating stress. Saying yes to things in our zone of genius can help us feel like contributing in a meaningful way and letting our gifts shine for everyone's benefit. Third, when you exercise some discernment in saying yes, you create space for some magic. You're creating space for the recipient of that favor to receive our support from someone who's delighted to give it. Now the goal with this is not to run away from our responsibility or to bypass the need for community care, or even to suggest that we should only ever disagree to things that feel 100% joyful because someone else can step in to take care of anything we're not excited about doing. And if you are in the habit of saying yes to too many things, or when you don't need to, you might quietly believe on some level that it does have to be you, either because you feel it is somehow your responsibility to say yes, or because you were the first person they asked, or because saying no sounds awful and uncomfortable. Remember, Healthy relationships involve compromise. So, we don't want to make the most of our boundaries non-negotiable. If we do it, it becomes hard to maintain relationships. Lots of things in a relationship can be negotiated so both people can get their needs met. That's not to say that you shouldn't have any non-negotiable boundaries. You should know what you are unwilling to compromise on going into a relationship, for example, infidelity your safety, your dignity, your freedom, drug abuse, and the like. The truth is, there are other ways to show up with the generosity of spirit. Other ways to show you care and offer meaningful support to the people and movements that matter to you. Integrating them can help you feel empowered and to exercise more discernment. To close, let me leave you with a powerful quote from Rupi Kaur, the popular Canadian poet as I quote, How you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. Thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast episode. From me to you, I wish for all of you to learn to find your self-worth. As they say in a song, learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. But of course, not losing sight of our love for God, which is first and foremost. See you on my next episode. Lots of love, Nikki. That's all for today. I really appreciate your time as you tune into this episode of the Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast. If you were inspired by what you have just listened to, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Since you've gone this far, I'm also inviting you to join my Facebook group, Beauty and Beyond. Just click on the link in the show notes below and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs across the globe. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to listen to upcoming episodes. Until next time, 